Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Duncan. And I'm Kate. And we're here to talk about life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So come join the conversation. Well, welcome back everyone to Into the Fire. It's um, such a treat to be with you today. And today we've got our wonderful friend, a minister of the gospel. We Mm. are so thrilled to have you with us, Tori Harper. What an honor to be with you guys. It's been amazing. Oh, and we're here, Tori. And we've given you a new name. It's Glory Tory. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take and it. I've that name for a while. I think you have. We now called It's coined by you guys. Is it? Come on. So we want to hear the story of the Glory Tory. Wow. If that's okay today. And, um, you know, God's doing something really amazing in these times. Yeah. It's not been an easy time. Uh, but you have been positioned. For such a time as this, for what God is doing on the earth. And so we just want to share with our listeners and our viewers today just a little bit about who you are and how God even yeah. drew you to Tell us your story, and, Tori. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, um, it's, it's first of all, it's an honor being here with you guys. Oh. Um, uh, everything that you guys burned for here at Catch the Fire and, and what God has done mm-hmm. through you guys over the years has been uh, leading up to this point, it was indirectly mm-hmm. an indirect influence that I've watched you guys wow. from afar, especially wow. in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so this season, I just, it's just the appointed time of God that we've yeah. come together. Come on. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I grew up New Jersey, um, very uh, musically gifted family, mm-hmm. uh, got saved at an early age, six years old, baptized um, in the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, speaking yeah. in tongues at a very early age. Seriously? Um, seriously, oh, yeah. Six God. years old. Oh, six years old? Yeah, what? in my living room with my grandmother. Oh. She was a praying woman of God. And wow. She was, you know, Ooh. praying and, 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 and seeking the Lord and praising God and sitting there in the, the living room. The, that perfume that we've been talking about yeah. just filled the living room. And at six years old, I was baptized in the spirit, tears mm-hmm. coming down my face, speaking in tongues. And that was when the Lord also began to, I didn't know it was called intercession at that time and yeah. the prophetic, I didn't have language for it. Yeah. Um, but I began to really be even activated in the spirit at an early age. Yeah. So wow. always grew up. I could feel and sense things, just had no language for it yeah. and just kept getting immersed in the presence of God. I started yeah. playing the keyboard. Uh, Mom, she's a worship leader, musician, yeah. and it just kind of passed down the line. And I just began to pick it up and um, 12 years old, I got into ministry. What? And so what? I started at 12 years old. 12 I'm, years old. In your, in your I'm, thir- I'm 33 <laughs> years old. You've been in ministry 21 for 21 years. years. Oh 21 years. So what did that look wow. like? And so what's so years. wild is at 12 wow. years old, I had a heart then to see fellowship. Yeah. I had a heart to see. I've always been drawn to people coming together. Yeah having joy, having family, yeah. worship. I used to love when our family get together, sing and different things like that. So fellowship was so yeah. embedded in me wow. um, at an early age, but I didn't realize God was also using me mm-hmm. for, uh, at the time, to bring leaders together. So I was 12 years old, bringing our region <laughs> of New Jersey, oh, pastors and wow. leaders what? were meeting because I would host Friday night gatherings oh. at a church. Wow. And they would come. And so... 
I knew how to do administration because my mother, she knew how to organize things. And so I watch, here's what it takes to reach out to people. You pray about what you need to bring, get a theme, you know? So I knew that at an early age. And so at 12 years old, I was gathering the body of Christ in our local region in wow. New Jersey. That's and so I started early. And so over time, of course, you know, growing gifts, growing in leadership, but growing deeper in the presence of God. I thank God yeah. I was raised in a, a culture that put the presence first. My Ooh. pastor uh, and spiritual father I got saved under at six years old under their leadership. Strong man and woman of God, revivalist. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I, I got saved under their ministry and um, they just put a value on the presence of God and yeah. the sacredness of hosting his presence. So yeah. that is so very much on the inside of me. And so around the age of 14, I think about 14 years old, I began to have an open vision. It was the first time I ever heard of revival outside of the term of a yes. three-day weekend you know, we gather. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the context yeah. I grew up, yeah. especially in the black church, you know, it's kind of like Pentecost. We have three days yeah. meetings. So that's what I grew up in the, yeah. the area, you know, and <laughs> I learned about a man by the name of William Seymour in the Azusa revival. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing about that story at 14 years old. And in, again, once again, I'm in the room with my grandmother. Once again, something about grandmothers reminds yes. me of Timothy. You know, he was raised by Lois and Eunice. Very yeah. much the story of my life. Come on. And um, Come on, I was in <laughs> that bedroom and watching the story of William Seymour and tears begin to fly down my face, and, uh, roll down my face. And I remember going into an open vision at 14 years old yeah. of seeing nations. And I, at this time, I had no grid for a multicultural stream. I had no grid for many of the things that God's done for me in my life over the last five years specifically. And I began to have an open vision. The one thing that I said was, God, yes, Lord, I want to see a move of the spirit wow. of God. And just life began to take a turn after 14 wow. and wow. got into fasting and praying and everything came out of encounters. Wow. wow. I would rush home after school and I couldn't wait. I, at the last two years of high school, I didn't even spend time at lunch. I was addicted wow. to the personal <gasps> presence of Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, wow. And so I miss most of this. It's extraordinary. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, I think now about our young people. Come on. They're like, you know, in so many ways, there's so much confusion Come that on. comes to them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but you were marked. Yeah. Yeah. By God, like Samuel, yeah. to be a prophet. Come on, come on. At a very young age and heard the voice of God. Yeah. You know, that was a special Absolutely. thing that the Lord did. Absolutely. But, you know, I just see a hunger, even an unknown hunger at this point yeah. for a, a young generation come mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to come back and hear the call yeah. of God. Yeah. And, you know, maybe some of our younger listeners, like, what, what would you say was the thing that really nailed it for you, that drew you to that place? I would say once I encountered his presence yeah. and his nearness, and I encountered him to be the father that I did not have growing up. Oh. My father died at a young age. Oh, Stepfather did. died at a young age. So oh, every male figure wow. outside of my pastor wow. um, yeah. was vacant from my life. And thank God I had a priest in front of me yeah. that taught us how to go to the presence of God. Yes. Yeah. And so it is very much like Samuel. It was very much yes. really like the story of my yes. life. Yeah. I learned the presence of God, learned uh, the, the, just being in the tabernacle, literally. Yeah. Um, you think of Joshua while Moses was in the, 
the, the yep. tabernacle, the Bible says that Joshua lingered. I learned yep. how to linger mm. and linger long. And so the presence became really mm. a safe place for me. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. that's really where he cultivated me. I learned to find my voice in the presence. I learned him. I learned his voice. And in finding his voice, I found my voice. Oh, but wow. I think the scripture that, that really speaks to me, I think it's in either Acts 12 or 13. And it says in David pursued the purposes of God and in his generation. And then he fell asleep. And my heart's desire was to pursue what was ever on God's heart. If God had it on his heart, I wanted it. And so I gave up my will to follow and pursue his heart. I love that. I love that so much. And, you know, you were saying that age, age 14, you were, you know, stepping up and the Holy Spirit was really using you. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what happened then. So 14 had that encounter I started learning about fasting and praying. I didn't realize that God was bringing me through a doorway to the supernatural and wow. having encounters. And so worship was the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Worship right. was the vehicle. And then I would begin to read the word, this insatiable desire and hunger mm-hmm. for the word of God. And so I would spend hours of fasting and praying and yeah. encounters with the Lord. And all of a sudden, I just remember saying, God, I want to go deeper. I want to mm-hmm. go deeper. And so mm-hmm. I started having open visions and things like that. And the burden bearing that I would feel like I had a sensitivity, like a, uh, the empathy, the emotions of the Lord yeah. I would be around people yeah. and I could feel what they were going through and I would have oh, visions. Wow. And so yeah. I didn't realize God was cultivating the prophetic yes. and the serum yeah. all through the gateway of worship. Yes. You know, the amazing. Bible says that Jesus is the door. And so I just begin to explore Jesus, the door. Wow. wow. That is a really great <laughs> In my life, I've no. never heard anybody ever no. say that, Kate. No, no. no. But that is amazing, yeah. Tori. Yeah. Ay, 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 Jesus ay, ay. Jesus the door. Yeah. And as we begin to explore Jesus the door, yeah. he begins to show us through Absolutely. the door into mm-hmm. the lives. Absolutely. So we get to share the burdens yeah. that he Gives us the privilege of sharing those burdens with we we actually step into what I now know Revelations four and five. Yes, he says in Revelations four, come up here for there is a door open. So Mm -hmm. that doorway through Jesus gives us access into the eternal realm, Mm -hmm. things unseen, things unknown, mysteries, all the above, Mm -hmm. that we don't have to wait for the sweet by and by to encounter heaven. We enter in through the blood of the lamb, through Jesus, and we have access to the unseen realm. Unlimited access. Unlimited access. Right at heaven on earth. Well, you know, Kate, it's absolutely fascinating to Mm -hmm. me because I was watching you, Tori. Just now you were prophesying over one of our amazing board members, (laughs) Erica James. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you, you've never met her before, right. you know, and, you know, you, you were just saying afterwards when we were asking you about her, you saw her in the, in the meeting and just saw these books over her head and that was it. Yeah. yeah. And you knew the Lord wanted you to say something, but you're like, okay, Lord, well, if it's right, let me meet her again. Sure. You know? And then today you bump into her in the conference and Boom, the Lord orchestrates for mm-hmm. you to come bring, you know, we bring her in here and you sure. pass over. I watched you. You literally just had a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And you're standing before her. Yeah. And off you went and you downloaded. And yeah. Kate and I were just, yeah. I mean, wow. for those of you watching and listening, we, we Kate know and I were just lady. blown away. Yeah. We know her really, really well. And you were just boom, boom, and prophesying and opening up in the spirit. A whole new realm of extraordinary influence that God wants to give her. And 
you had no idea and you just began to prophesy right into mm-hmm. all of that and blew it right up. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this is prophecy on a whole wow. other level. Yeah. And you've just given us the key, all of us. Jesus the door. Yeah. Tell us about that. Jesus the door and the access to information. I want to be careful how I say this because right. I don't pursue prophecy. I pursue a person. Yeah, yeah it's the access it's, to it's, his heart. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really intimate friends. The Bible says, mm-hmm. surely the Lord God does nothing lest he reveals to yeah. his servants or yeah. friends, intimate friends, yeah. the prophets. Now those that strive, it's those that seek him, that love him, that he begins to share. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that only you and Duncan know because you're married mm-hmm. to yes. Right. Yes. And you know his emotions. You know his heart yeah. even without him saying anything. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it's being acquainted not just with information, but the emotion of heaven, mm-hmm. the affections of his heart that he can trust you with. And actually, mm-hmm. as you were talking, it, it God brought me back to an early encounter around the early ages, you know, about 14, 15, 16 during mm-hmm. that time. I remember I would the only thing that I could see of God, I never saw his heart. I always saw his feet. Hmm. I always saw his feet. And it was like, because I saw his feet in breath. That's the only thing he would let me visualize. Yeah. And as I grew more and more, I would then see his lap. Then more wow. and more, I would see his heart. Yeah. Wow. And, but you know, if you ever know anything about, uh, if you want to find somebody's heartbeat, you know, you can find it in their feet. True, isn't it? Yeah. You can we know the, you pulse. can know you yes. can know the help of somebody at their huh. feet. That's wow. true. And so I learned the heart of God at his feet through worship. Wow. Wow. And it wasn't something that I asked for. I think it was you're especially for, for a prophet. You're born a prophet. And so, but it's unlocked in worship. Yes. It's unlocked in the presence of God. And you think about so many scriptures. I think about um Jeremiah, maybe it's 23 or 28. It says, who has stood in the Lord's counsel and who has waited long enough to listen? Who has not Mm -hmm. given themselves over to being a rush out of time? Mm -hmm. I I wasn't in a rush to get out of his presence. I've always wanted to be with him. And prayer is not, or the worship is not something that I turn off and on like a switch. I'm always with him. Wow. Always in the nearness of God. And that word counsel is the word intimate friends. It's not a boardroom hierarchy. Mm. Right. It's a low place friendship and nearness and intimacy with the Lord that he begins to reveal his presence. So at 16, I remember having an encounter where I was one day at his feet, just worshiping and loving him and singing to him and entertaining his presence that I remember seeing papers begin to fly down off of his lap. And this was, I knew now that he was calling into the prophetic ministry. Mm. He began to show me the information of people. Mm. And it was like, I was reading scrolls, people's information. Yes. And Me. all from worship. It was his wow. love letters. Prophecy is his love letters. Yeah. Eternal love letters That's to humanity. Over to his people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> sorry, I've always introduced you as this, the prophetic minstrel. Oh, wow. Because I think it's that partnership of the worship and the song and yeah. the declaration through the speaking yeah. and the singing. Yeah. And, you know, melody is just... Like tune our heart. Yeah. You know? There's something yeah. that it, it tunes to us, and that God unlocks something on a um, a spirit level yeah. to a different um, level. Um, but you know, as we're talking about Jesus, the door, I've got to share with you. A few weeks ago, I literally woke up one morning and yeah. said, "Duncan, there's somebody at the door." Yeah. And he was like, whoa, whoa. five o'clock in the morning." Jesus. And I jumped, and I, I I'd left it, and then. 
I said, there's somebody at the door, Duncan. Yeah. And he was, I, that was really, get up and answer the door. It's dark. I don't want to go to the front door. Yeah. So I tiptoed out and I thought, I better turn the light on on the porch um, because I don't want to open the door and yeah. be scared because I thought it's somebody in need. Mm. And there was nobody there. And I was convinced I heard this noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he took me to Revelation 3.20. No. Behold, I stand at the door mm-hmm. and knock, and whoever will answer, I will come in and dine yeah. with him, mm-hmm. fellowship with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just beginning to see that yeah. that was almost like an urgency. There's an awakening call. And then tied to Revelation 4 to come up here, behold, on. there's a door. Yeah. But I was thinking, is this for me? Is this for the body? I don't know. Do you have any interpretation? I actually do have interpretation, and it's mixed with, of course. And this is the fun part. I get to prophesy. I just hear the spirit of the Lord saying that encounter is a new realm and a place that Kate, that he has invited you in to help translate and interpret to the body of Christ. Mm. And I just see the Lord saying that in this hour, there are downloads mm. and encounters that you will help usher mm. the body of Christ into the doorway wow. of his presence. The Lord says he's made you a doorkeeper to the presence of God. Mm. One that would stand. It's almost like David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper yeah. in the house of the Lord. He says, I found that Davidic heart. And the Lord says, there's coming a season where you're even going to begin to write and translate these encounters. I actually been looking at a book over you that speaks about how to open the door to his presence, not just in the local church, but how families and people can experience the open door presence or the open door access every day through the power of communing. And the Lord says, as they open the door, they will learn how to commune with me. And the Lord says, you're going to begin to translate that in such a fresh and new way, says the Lord. Encounters. Wow. He's looking for a welcome man. He's looking for an open door, but yeah. he's looking for somebody that can respond and answer. Yeah. Your Lord says you're part of the first responders. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Thank you. And Lord. I was just rolling around in he bed talk. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, oh, come on. I'm like, Duncan, why didn't you wake get up? up? He you didn't know? wake up. You yeah. know, there's something in that. There was a, I was asleep. We got to wake up. I think there's something sleeping. prophetic in that as well. You know, it's like, don't be like me and sleep, okay? I look wake at all, up. I look at also the gender. Because I feel like part of that is the awakening of women in this hour that will open the door. So I feel like that's even pivotal for you and what God's doing. I feel like God is also raising up an army of women in this hour that are going to really be the leading voices or leading door openers in the presence of God that is going to usher in for this family revival, this family harvest. Wow. Wow. And you're at the forefront of it. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Tori. Well, you know, you, God's given you an amazing ministry. Yeah. Tell us about how that's happened. Okay. Wow. Since you were 14 years old. Because you've got an amazing... Old. No, I'm... Yeah, but yeah, I'm talking yeah. about bring us away. Present yeah. day. Present What's day. What's happening with the ministry? Um, present day, five, year, five years ago, I was yeah. thrown into a wild swirl, um, if you will, of... I was tired of church as usual. Again, you grow up in it. Yes. Yeah. But then you don't want to get familiar in it. And there mm. was still a spot in me that services and conferences and although I knew what to do, how to build, I can do this in my sleep. I know what it means to plant churches. I knew this, but there was still a, a, a ache in my heart mm. for more. Mm. 
Mm. There was a hunger that I knew that was beyond time. I said, God, where is the space that time doesn't matter? Where is the wow. space? And I didn't realize I was asking for to see a realm of eternity on the earth. Mm. I was actually looking for a habitation wow. of God's yeah. glory. Yeah. And so there had been this search in my heart and I was looking for it. It's long before I ever knew what a catch the fire was. I didn't know this expression <laughs> existed. Uh, you guys are the sum total of my answered prayer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I, I remember seeking the Lord and I remember God saying, you may not find what you're looking for until you build it. I was looking wow. for a brand. I was looking for it in a yeah. network, looking for it in so many different things. And none of it would actually get the richness of it. And so yeah. um, I was thrown into a prophetic stream and I, I met a woman by the name of Cindy Jacobs. She, yeah. uh, long story short, she gave me a prophetic word. She said, there is a movement that is going to break open from you. She said, and she said, I see the mantle of William Seymour God. upon your life. She said, and just as he used a one-eyed black man in California, so shall he use a black man that's going to see a Pentecostal outpouring wow. in his generation in New York City. Come on. And so yes, I was Lord. thrown headfirst into one of the most busiest, wildest cities. Can anything good come out of New York? God's uh, doing something right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got thrown into that headfirst from New Jersey, put into New York City as a missionary mm -hmm. to lay my life down, yeah, lay down it. my yeah, ministry, lay down all that I knew to now seek out something new. And it was all centered around day and night worship mm -hmm. and prayer. It started as a house of prayer and we began to equip and just linger in the presence of the Lord. And I think one key part that was key about that is we, we started as an anointed prayer meeting. Yeah. But my end passion was glory. Mm. And so we started as an anointing and I watched over time with us not knowing what to do. We didn't really yes. have resources and, you know, we didn't have a lot of friends. I was young. I was put in the city, 27 years old, same time that also David Wilkerson, father of New York City, was put in the city wow. uh, at 27 years old. I was wow. thrown in at 27, same, same age, yeah. thrown in to go and uncap wells, wow. the portion that God has also asked yeah. many in our city, but yes. there was a portion that God has reserved for us. And, yeah. um, yes. God put us there and um, we started as an anointed prayer group. And I, I watched this go from three phases, from the anointing, mm -hmm. a little bit longer, lingering, yeah. our pursuit to the presence, yeah. and then finally to the glory. Gosh. And I will never forget it. Um, the first Tuesday, of December, 2016, I had an encounter with the glory and I watched God watch our, it was kind of like the little boy with the lunch, take yeah. our little bits and watch yeah. him begin to multiply. It centered around the presence. Yeah. We gave it to the Lord. I said, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going yeah. to build a house of prayer. I've never yeah. been to a uh, house of prayer school. I don't yes. know what I'm doing. I don't, yeah. You know, I don't, I, but I'll say yes. If it's about your presence, I want it. Yes. Yeah. And one thing I knew, I knew the presence and I knew how to prophesy. So uh -huh. I said, if you can take that, God, I'm all in. Yeah. And so we began to take our little bits and first Tuesday in December, after months of just trying to find who do we fit with, where do we belong? Yeah. It was the presence. It was the river of God. I knew yeah. that. And December, we were in a spot and we began to sing to Jesus. And we were singing about the worthy lamb. Yeah. We were singing that Revelations 5 song, oh. all of eternity oh. begins to wow. sing, yeah. all centered, all eyes on the land. We begin to yeah. sing that yeah. until the thickness of God began to travel into the prayer room at the time, oh. a temporary space that we had made for God in busy New York City, wow. a place of rest. Yeah. 
for the resting place of God. And yeah. That moment, the glory of God fell so strong in the room that I was thrown off the keyboard wow. onto oh, my face. You were. I was thrown off the keyboard, wow. literally. And I began to just bask in the glory of God. And all of a sudden, this thickness, a weightiness of God that I had experienced years ago that I didn't know what to do with it then. And I closed the door to it in that year. Back then when I was like 20, yeah. it came back again yeah. at 27, first Tuesday yeah. in December. Glory of God travels in the room. The weightiness of God rested on the meeting that there was a hush that fell over the room. Nobody moved. Yeah. It was, I knew we had hit a dimension that I'd only experienced years ago in my secret place. Now it became public. Yeah. Wow. And I said Ooh. these words to the Lord. I said, God, I've waited all my life for this. Mm. I've waited all my life mm. for this. 21 years in ministry. Mm. All my life has been given towards this moment. And I said, but whatever you do, don't depart. Yes. I said, I don't know how to do all this ministry stuff. And I know how to do a good portion of it. I know how to do church. But hosting your presence is different. That's it. Uh -huh. Absolutely. I said, whatever you do, teach Absolutely. me. And don't depart. Yeah. Show us how to steward this. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that was the marker. And then maybe about a month later, I was introduced to learn about Catch the Fire. I learned uh -huh. about you guys. But there had been a generation before that had yeah. said this same thing and is still going after them. Yeah. And so yeah. he began to put me around people of the river. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, love that. <laughs> I wasn't worried about a stream then. I found the oh, river yeah, people. Yeah. Oh, I oh, love that God. because the river is Whoa. getting stronger. It really and, is. And, you know, Ooh. Tori, I just think it's so amazing. Oh, but, you know, often we feel it's about our connections, yeah. our yeah, influence, yeah, our yeah. favor. Yeah. But, you mm. know, when we have that single pursuit of Come Jesus, <laughs> yeah. his presence, yeah. and for him to lead us, because yeah. you were saying, I don't know how to do this, yeah. but I'm longing yeah. just to be with you, to linger. Yeah. You know, it's amazing what God can do. And, um, you know, for our listeners, that really is what it's about, because yeah. he knows our name. Yeah. Yeah. We're his sons and daughters. He knows yeah. our hearts. Yeah. He's looking for us to be Marys yeah. and Lazarus yeah. that just can take that time to rest and be still. And, you know, this weekend you've touched upon the stillness, but, you know, we feel like we've kind of turned a page sure. in the history of sure. the body of Christ sure. right now after this, you know, crazy time cool. in the earth with the virus and sure. everything. The way that we've all been affected, God has kind of been shaking yeah. stuff off of us, but yeah. in order to give us a greater glory, yeah. I believe. Yeah. What? What do you see God is doing right yeah. now in the earth, in the body? I would say that it is indeed a, a holy collision mm. of Isaiah 6 and the year King Isaiah died. I yeah. saw the Lord high lifted up. The train of his robe filled the temple. And there's so many different things that goes on with that. Yeah. It wasn't until the angel touched the coals of the yeah. lips of his uh, mouth from the coals of the altar yeah. that he was able to prophesy and see rightly. We're seeing that. And we're also seeing Hebrews chapter 12, everything that can be shaken mm -hmm. can be shaken, mm -hmm. but it also says so that there will be holy reverence and fear yeah. for our God is an all consuming fire. We're in the days mm. of all consuming fire. Yeah. And, you know, I've been thinking about 
kind of like the days of Noah. Mm. Um, the Bible says in, in, in the, the account of Noah in Genesis, it doesn't say what they were doing in that day. But when you look at, I think, Matthews or Mark yeah. in the New Testament, it says in the days of Jesus. Noah, yeah. they were uh, given to drink. They were given yeah. a banquet. They were being casual. They were being familiar. Yeah. But one man heard. Mm. And I believe that we're in an hour that the voice of the Lord is calling out mm. um, because there is another baptism. And he says, I'll wow. never ruin the earth again with rain, but I'll come with fire. Yeah. I believe we're coming into the all-consuming fire of God. Wow. Where that the only thing that's going to shine is the brilliance of heaven. He's burning away the dross. He's burning away our idols. He's yeah. burning at the nation. He's burning at the things mm -hmm. that we thought were him. Yeah. And we've placed above him. He's going after our models. He's going after everything. That the only thing that is going to shine is him. I remember January 5th, the day before January 6th in our nation. The yes. Lord said to me, I'm going to darken the stages of America specifically. Wow. And he said to me, the only thing that is going to shine in America, especially in our churches, is going to be me. Wow. Where we have, um, everything has become celebrity yep. Christianity, yep. franchise mm. Christianity. It's yep. almost like a McDonald's type yep. thing. Convenience yep. Christianity. The Lord says, I'm bringing back yeah. true covenant, those that are married to me. Yeah. In the secret place, they yeah. want no other lover. No, we are in the days of yeah. the jealousy of God is going to burn. Wow! And you know, it says, I think Song of Solomon, set me as a seal, brand me. Yes, as a seal for jealous love. Yeah, Song that's of what Solomon we're in right now. Yeah. This is yeah. this is we're in that Solomon wow. Song of Solomon eight Jeez, six God. hour. That the branding of God is coming yeah. to burn at the hearts, and as He's burning, He's burning away the flesh. He's burning away just the things that have kept us from burning brightly for him. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I sense it's happening. I do believe that it is as the world is going to get darker, it's going to shake some more. The Lord told me that coming in as I was seeking the Lord for 2022 and this next season, we are in an hour that this decade, Hebraically is linked to pay. It's the decade of the mouth. And yeah. God says in this hour, when this year or two, which is a number of witness, number of agreement, that the mouth, the bride of my church, must be linked to the bridegroom in this hour. Mm. And it, we must not have no other lover, wow. no other politician, mm. no other language on our hearts but Jesus. Mm. That's the word. That's the plumb line. That's the rod. The mm. rod of Jesus needs to go out of the mouth yeah. of its lover. Yeah. It can't depart out of our wow. mouth. That's so amazing. And so, you know, what would you say to us all? Yeah. Knowing everything that you've just downloaded, which is serious, yeah, <laughs> like both heavy uh -huh. and like yeah, yeah, yes. you know, all at once. Yeah, yeah. Like, how how do we posture our hearts? For yeah. That? yeah, you know, you were talking about stillness yeah. yesterday. How do we posture our hearts? For yeah, that, to be, be those intimate lovers. I believe that here's what the Lord said to me. He said the next movement. Yeah, there is gonna. We are in the 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 midst of. Yeah. The water's being troubled. The water's rising of yeah. revival, mm -hmm. harvest, of glory. Mm -hmm. We're in that hour. We're in it and on the threshold at the same time. Where I can feel the presence yeah. of God yeah. being released because it's right being now. released into cities and homes. Yes. It's, we're in a gateway right here, right now, yes, that the portals of glory is inviting people into. I think in this hour, the Lord is saying mm. the movement of God is in stillness. It's abandoning. The part of stillness mm. is not just sitting quietly, sitting intently. It's an abandonment. There's an abandonment Whoa. that God is inviting the bride, the church mm. in this hour. He's inviting moms and cities and pastors and mm. leaders to abandon everything. Abba. Hey, prior 
to 2020. Hey, he said, I use 2020 to shake it all up so that you can come close and draw near into me. Who is this leaning on her beloved? This is the hour to lean. He says, those that go low and linger long are going to see the glory of God in this hour. And so I, I say to the people of God in this moment, there's a wooing of the Lord. He is at the door. Knocking. There's an awakening of the dawn at five o'clock. That, that it's a grace hour. Great five is the number of grace. Wow. This is the grace wow. hour wow. to open the door. Ooh. Hey, Ooh. not just to a visitation, but habitation. Yes. I don't want them to just come and visit. I want them to come and live. And so if there's anything yes. that is too crowded, I've got to make room yeah, that's for the right. presence of God. I'm writing yeah. a book called Accommodating Heaven. Wow. How do we wow. accommodate them in our everyday life? We've gotten too crowded. Oh, so God wants to come in. I remember I was in South Carolina, which is the Elizabeth yeah. and Mary state of North Carolina. I was there and I saw the Lord uh, uh, moving in bedroom furniture into his church. Wow. I saw sanctuaries being emptied out in bedroom furniture, beds. And it looked like a, he said, I, I want to bring them back to the courts of intimacy. That's Chamber awesome. of the Lord. Yeah, I don't want just churches. I want chambers. I want bridal wow. chambers. Wow. Wow. And that's wow. what God's doing. It's so amazing. Rearranging the house. Yeah. Wow. You don't get bridal chambers without covenant. So there's a marriage, there's an exchange mm. yeah. that he's inviting us back to the altars. Mm. Yeah. Clear our altars, getting back in the house of God. Yes. This season, many have been estranged from yeah. that place. Yes. Yeah. Because now we've, and I'm not knocking Zoom, I'm not knocking the internet and all the things. Right. Yes, our reach has gone because of media. Yeah. But there's something about being in the house at the altar, yes. new wine found yes. in the cluster yes. of being in the gathering of the saints. So That's good. been the attack. So good. Oh, so good. The aerial attack is the aerial access that God's invited us into. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. Tori, this is just so amazing. So I, rich. Kate and I would love you to just sure. pray for our viewers and sure. listeners and release an impartation. Yeah. yeah. Because you're carrying Thank you, Jesus. fiery love. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Honey, did you want to say anything else? You or, yeah, no, or did you? I, I, I'm kind of under it yeah, here, and I you know those that are, are listening and watching, you know, just just begin to open your hearts yeah, because right this is transferable. There's mm, like yeah. an uh, an an impartation of glory and presence that Jesus is inviting us into, and um, yeah, you know that the, there's just so much to download for our spirits to process, but, you know, receive it by faith yeah. and even just begin to encounter that thick glory presence, Ooh. even through your screens, through your devices, because, mm. you know, he wants to come yeah. and do it again through yeah. that impartation of glory. And yeah, Tori, you know, yeah, please go for, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I just say, brother, sister, who's under the sound of my voice, first of all, the Lord is breaking the dry yeah. season, the cold season. And as you begin to open the door in the place of stillness, it's like I'm seeing the river of God rushing in. The minute you get still, the minute you come near, the minute there's pursuit and hunger, the river of God is rushing in. Hunger oh, is the oh. open door, mm. says the Lord. Hunger is the open door. And, and the Lord says, I want to turn a key. I am turning a season in your life, in your ministry, in your city, in your nation. And what I'm seeing is the river of God right here, right now is traveling through that open door. You've been 
given open door access and the river of God is wow. coming in right now. Wow. And there's a divine escort wow. of the Ooh. presence of God. I'm bringing people to be swept away. Swept away. God says, I'm sweeping you up and in. I'm, I'm sweeping you up and in beyond the noise, beyond the chaos, beyond the pain, beyond the depression, beyond those things. I'm sweeping you up and in and I am catching you up into my counsel, into my company, into my throne. There's a throne room company. It's better up here than down there. And the Lord says, yes. as you come up here, you're going to begin to know how to live down here. And the Lord says, there's even those that are about to pioneer. There are those that are about to build in this hour. You've been wondering what to do with your family. You've been wondering what to do in your city, in your region. You've been saying, God, I need answers. God says, it's all in my river. So even right now, we yield to the sweeping of the Lord. We yield to the river. We get still. It's not that we like just the place that we are in, but we love the river that we're in with the person that we're with. It's about a person. Mm. It's about nearness. Mm. There's thick, deep love. Deep calls into deep. Come deep. Come deep. You are made for the deep places, not for distractions. You aren't made for opinions and arguments of politics and all the craziness. Yeah. You were meant for the deep places. Yeah. It's for his pleasure we exist. And that's what I feel. The pleasure of the Lord knocking at the door, saying, let me in. The joy of the Lord saying, let me in. The glory of the Lord. The same glory that he says that the earth will be filled in. It's here now. Wow. And we just say yes. Wow. Yes. Lord. Respond. Yes. Oh, yes. Lord. Linger. Say yes. yes. Thank you, Lord. Stillness. Yes. All eyes on Jesus. Yeah. There's a shift of our gaze even yeah. right now. Yeah. The spirit of revelation is even being released even right now. It's mm. Mm. Yeah. Fresh baptism. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Wow, wow, wow. And I just saw the, the river of God just beginning to mm, rise. And, mm, you know, Catch the mm, Fire has been known as a, the river movement. Mm, um, but I just saw the river just getting wider. Wow. Going to the sea, which is the, the world. And, yeah. you know, um, the, the fish are at the end yes. into the sea. Yeah. And um, But I, I saw it was more than just you know, catch the fire with yeah. the river. Yeah. It was all these movements and That's churches it. and denominations across yeah. the earth. It was like the so river flowing the yeah. from Whoa. the throne Whoa. of God to the world. Yeah. I don't think so you're good, seeing honey. and feeling that. River. I am. I can feel it Ooh. all over my hands. It's flowing all over me just before we stepped out um, to come in and, mm-hmm. and from the conference to come and, you know, do this um uh, this this podcast together. Mm. A woman comes up to me, yeah, and she says, "Oh, Duncan, I've just I just wanted to say to you that a year and a half ago, when I watched the surge, mm. when John and Carol laid hands on you and, and made you their successors, mm-hmm. she said the Lord took me straight into a vision, and I saw there was a multitude of fish Ooh. in the river." Ooh. A multitude of fish. This was just before we stepped to come into this. No way. Yes. And so, you know, we've known for years and years, you know, Heidi's been teaching us, the Holy Spirit's been teaching us Mm. that, you know, multiplication comes through intimacy. It does. You know, fruitfulness comes through intimacy and so on and so forth. 
But the Lord is accelerating this to a whole yes, other level now absolutely. for those that are willing yes. to allow the river of God to be in that place of stillness mm. that Tori's been inviting us mm. into, to be in that place of being completely all out, 100% completely devoted to Jesus, yeah. for he's jealous, he's a jealous yeah. lover. Yeah. And as we align ourselves and give him mm. all that he desires, the fullness of our lives, mm. The river of God is going to flow, not just from us, not just around us, not just from him, but it's going to go flow all the way to the world. That means our families. That means the family members that you and I have been praying for that will get saved. Those work colleagues that seem so far away from the kingdom. You know, the the whole, your world of influence that you know and that you have. Get ready. Those fish are absolutely <laughs> coming in that river. Come on. Yes, Lord, yes, wow. do it. Do it, Lord. We are so excited yes. about this move of Amen. God. Mm. Tori, what a delight. <laughs> yeah, I'm just what a like, delight, Tori. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing your thank heart you. and wow. just that revelation. And we pray that every person yeah. watching and listening is just going to be propelled and that you say yes to the greatest invitation of our days. We love you all. Bye-bye.